And, like, we found some good, like, Forever 21, like, H&M kind of stuff. And then I'm going through the bin and I pull out a Ew. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I, like, had to do, like, a double take. Like, is this really in my hand right now? Like... Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on our reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. Today's episode has been long awaited and long overdue, but we will be talking about... Drum roll, please. (laughs) The Goodwill Bins. Yes. We've we've been teasing it for weeks, but this week we're going to do a deep dive into all about the Goodwill Clearance Centers, aka the bins. Yes. But before we get into that, let's just check in with how we're doing this week. What's new with you, Maddie? Well, last week I had set a goal. (laughs) It's like a very attainable goal. (laughs) Just to like go thrifting in Texas now that I'm here. Um, Try out some spots, see what's going on. There's a lot of options for thrifting in the area. So, which is a little overwhelming. Like Mm -hmm. there's just so many choices where in Chicago I had like two choices. (laughs) But I went to two... I guess I went to one Goodwill and I went to one like thrift store, like local thrift store. To be honest, kind of a bust. Oh. At the Goodwill, I got no items. Oh, the restraint. Yeah, I was pretty proud of myself for getting nothing, to be honest. There was definitely things in my cart that were like overpriced that I was just wanted to get something, you know? Oh, that's the worst. I know. I always feel like that where I'm like, it just feels wrong to leave with nothing, but just walk it's a out. Thing to do sometimes. Yeah. So, the other store, I got three items. One of them is for myself, so I got two items. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was fun to just like be out thrifting again. There's nothing like when you're just like going really fast through the <laughs> just breezing the through the rail. <laughs> just feel really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go to a couple more places next weekend um try out some other spots so i'm sure it was just a just a luck uh, of the draw yeah luck of the draw it happens sometimes i'm sure it's gonna be nothing but great finds next time you go yeah hopefully (laughs) how about you what's new well i'm very excited to update that i finally completed an assignment that you gave me a few weeks ago i finished (laughs) watching girl boss which is a netflix show um which I didn't yeah. realize it's like based on uh like that the real girl that wrote the book Girl Boss that came out in like 2014. Oh really? I forgot. Sophia Amoruso. Yeah, Sophia Amoruso. She wrote the book Girl Boss and it's like based on her starting her eBay store, which I didn't not I really liked like the show. put together. Yeah, I didn't put it all together and I, I never I haven't read that book. So I was thinking we might have to do a Sister Suposh book club where we read the book now. <laughs> you and anyone who wants to join in, you guys can read along and we can update on that too. But our goal is for next week to put up an episode that's a recap of the Netflix series. A um, lot of relatable stuff on the on the show, just like you said, Maddie. Yes. Um, when it comes to reselling, so we definitely want to unpack all of that. Really, really recommend if you're at all interested in reselling check out the show. The episodes are only 20 minutes, goes down smooth. And yeah, it's really good. It's only one season, which is a little disappointing. It did get canceled. So that's a bummer. (laughs) If we would have known, yeah, we, it came out, I think like a few years ago and we just, just started watching it now. Yeah. Too little, too late, but still a good show. Still works as a one season. Just think of it as a mini series. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty much all that's new with me. Otherwise, I've just been trucking along on my Poshmark closet. Love it. I made um, one sale. I was really excited about this last week. I sold this leather jacket. Um, oh, yeah. 
for $140, which is like the most I've ever sold one item for by itself. So I was pretty much on cloud nine all week about that one. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. How much did you buy it for? I think I paid $9 and I can't remember if that was before or after my coupon. I'd have to check. Oh but either way, it was a really, really, really good flip. And yeah, I, it was one of those listings where I, I probably listed it maybe like six weeks ago and it's been getting a lot of likes, but no one was really pulling mm. the trigger. So I, I happened to be thrifting and I saw that someone sent me that offer and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> Sold. You were saying too, that you had been sending people offers for like significantly lower than that. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I would have been happy with less, but um, yeah, she came through with a reasonable offer. I was super happy. So excellent. Amazing. All right. Next up, we have our posh news update. 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 <laughs> Where are we bring you hitting stories of the week on Poshmark? Yes, hard hitting stories of the week on Posh. We're bringing you the top headlines this week. First up, we have the style tags. So, oh. what are these? What's going on? New feature alert by Poshmark again. It's been like every week, something new. Their IT department is just going for it. Okay, I do remember from our brief attendance at Poshfest, they were like saying there was going to be a lot of new features coming this year, and they were not lying. There's been new features they popping up they everywhere. Came through. Mm -hmm. So, so what are these? Yeah, so I have not tried it out myself yet, but basically it's another feature for when you're listing items for sale on Poshmark. So whenever you list a new item for sale, you obviously add the photos of the item, you title the item, you write a description for the item. And then there's all these different categories that you also fill out as part of the description. So usually it's like you kind of pick the category. So if it's like a pair of jeans, you'd select jeans and then like skinny jeans. You can even subcategory it that way. Yeah. Put the size, you can select if it's new with tags, you can enter a brand, you pick the color, all those different details. And so style tags is just like a new detail you can add about the item. Um, so they have like a drop down bar of like a bunch of just kind of like, I almost think of it as like keywords that you would use in your description to kind of mm -hmm. encapsulate like the style of that item. So they have like streetwear or tie dye or vegan or uh minimalist or uh boho or like all these different like kind of buzzwords to help narrow in on a certain style that your item fits into nice so what are your thoughts on that i feel like they have this on depop is yes. that right yeah i think so and then on mercari i don't think they have this but they have the like hashtags where it's like basically you would you could put those in right yeah yeah same idea so I don't know. I'm I'm curious if it does help like with the searching. If you're looking for more of like a vibe than a specific item, it would be helpful like as far as searching to purchase, but um it almost yeah, I seems, haven't I haven't tried it out myself yet. Yeah, it almost seems like one of those things where it'll be more helpful if more sellers are using that feature because then if like you know you're someone who really likes a more like boho style, you could yeah search for like all boho items on Poshmark altogether or true. I'm just kind of looking through like they, I know like some people sell like home decor items on Poshmark and they have like mid-century modern or farmhouse or those kind of things too. So mm -hmm. if you're looking for like a, something that's a certain style and you're less specific on like trying to find like a certain, like a black dress, you're just Color, looking for like yeah. a boho dress that would like be a nice way to search for it but it'll only be helpful if people are actually tagging it if everyone's way. doing it yeah I feel like that's a more realistic way to search than like a specific color like I'm thinking like when I'm shopping I'm not necessarily looking for like a specific color or like I don't know right yeah. like I'm unless it's like a very specific like event or like Halloween costume or something like yeah it's usually just looking like more generally so it might be I'm helpful. almost thinking yeah, thinking of it as like, as I said in the past, I, I used to work at a clothing store 
And like at any department store, like they normally have the store split up where it's like, okay, this is like yeah. the basics department or like at, even at like Nordstrom, they have like, okay, this is like the free people area. This is like, yeah, uh, you know, all these different like kind of sub brands. Um, so this is kind of like a nice way uh, for Poshmark to have things split up by style like that. Yeah. And like you were saying, like we try to use tags like that anyway in our descriptions. Yeah. So this kind of helps echo it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, if everyone is doing this, it makes it easier for everyone to search. So I think yeah. this is a good addition. I feel like I Depop, so I'm not, I haven't really shopped on Depop, but I feel like people like that. So it's like a good thing to kind of steal from a successful platform, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they're incorporating that element. Yeah, for sure. The second headline in Posh News today <laughs> is that I saw that this year Poshmark is doing something called the Heart and Hustle Heart and Hustle Community Fund. So what that is, we unfortunately missed the spring deadline it looks like <laughs> here. But every quarter they're doing like a grant for Poshmark sellers that you can apply for. So let's say you have a little Poshmark business like we do. You can apply for this Heart and Hustle fund and they award 5 Poshmark sellers with $5,000 grants that you can invest into your business, which Ooh. I'm like thinking about me and I'm like, mama needs a new lighting kit. Like, just kidding. <laughs> that is not what I was expecting you to say. I thought you were going to say that would go a long way. <laughs> no, Seriously, just, no, I know like inventory, like there's so much like that yeah. would obviously help a lot to like, um, be able to like, I don't know, like we, you listen to our Posh Tools episode, you can obviously go crazy getting all these different things for your business. Yeah. Um, and then one thing they're doing too. So I think in order to qualify for the $5,000 one, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's like, you have to have made a certain amount of sales so far this year. It kind of has to show that you're like an active user. Mm -hmm. And then, so that's how you qualify for the $5,000 one, but they're also doing I think it's a hundred people are getting a $500 grant, which is like, that would still be pretty nice. So yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a cool program that they have running and it sounds like they're going to be awarding people every quarter for that. So this summer they should be taking a new batch of applicants. I looked at the application. I, I saw that this was available and it was like the last day you could apply <laughs> and yeah. you needed to like have a video explaining like, I don't know, like what you do in your, like what you're your aiming to achieve with your Poshmark, yeah. tell your story, tell how you got to get started. Um, and I think you have to post about it on your Instagram too, and then tag them to the post. And then there was also like, probably like five questions that you had to kind of like write little answers for. Oops. Yeah. So, but yeah, if you're, if you're interested, that's a good program to be aware of. If, if you're starting a reselling business and need a little cash infusion, yeah, this could, this could help doesn't hurt doesn't hurt <laughs> can't hurt that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome that's a really cool program that Poshmark is like the app themselves are putting out showing that they're investing in the resellers not just like in it for the profits I think it's kind of a morale boost you know yeah yeah I think that's really cool they're doing that and I'm excited to see like I think they said on their Instagram the I think on the application, you had to give permission that they could like share your whatever picture you were tagging saying you were applying, you gotcha. know, so I'm sure they'll be sharing some of that on their account too of like who ends up winning and kind of a little bit about their story. So you could even get some inspiration hearing what yeah. other people are doing and their Poshmark journey as well. So I think it's cool. All right. Well, that brings us to the main event of today. We want to talk all about the Goodwill Clearance Center the bins you hear resellers <laughs> talk about these all the time um but the, you hear it like ghost stories almost. oh yeah like you're like oh you have you been to the bins and fish tails mm -hmm. so just to kind of explain first of all what are the bins what is a global clearance center in case you're you yeah. are not aware um basically it is like a goodwill except for instead of everything being hung up on racks and like semi-organized um you just kind of go into this like warehouse style goodwill center where all the product yeah. that is for sale is carted out in these like large 
I would say like six foot by six foot bins. All the, all the stuff is just in there. No rhyme or reason, just kind of tossed into these bins and you kind of just sift through. Um, and anything you find, you can purchase and you only have to pay per pound for everything. So it's very, very, very mm-hmm. low, low price. Um, yeah. And basically I, I was researching a little bit about where this stuff comes from. Like, what is it? It's either stuff that gets donated to good regular Goodwills that has been in the store for five weeks or more. Um, if it hasn't sold yet, then I guess they, they pull that color tag and it just gets sent to these clearance centers. Otherwise, if, mm. if the Goodwills are all fully stocked and they have overstock, it can also go straight to the Goodwill clearance center as well. So. So we actually have a special guest joining us today on the podcast. She is back by popular demand. It is our sister, Macy. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Thanks for having me back. Of course. So it just felt so fitting to have you on this episode because we did experience the bins together for the first time. It was a whole thing. We were already bonded before, but that definitely (laughs) made the bonds even deeper. (laughs) That really did it for us. (laughs) Haven't stopped thinking about it since we went. Mm -hmm. Nothing compares, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So the first time we all went to the bins, it was us three together. We had it planned for like weeks in advance our first time to be all together. We stocked up on Diet Coke before, got some McDonald's breakfast, mm-hmm. and we're ready to go, honestly. We thought. Yeah. Okay, so to give you a little inside scoop, we are so excited to go. We have absolutely no idea what to expect. And like, I've been to warehouse sales before, and it's not like that at all. <laughs> so we drive up and it's like, oh, it should be like on your left, uh, Goodwill Clearance Center. And there's like an airport terminal size building with like <laughs> clearance center written so small in lettering. We're like, this can't be it. Like, no way. Like, we're like looking at the map like yep this is right this is right turn so, here question mark i don't know like it was so big like i i don't it know felt like we didn't even have there. clearance to be turning in there you know what i mean like i felt like i needed to have like a badge or something yeah like it was like <laughs> yeah. a private entity. it was like semis lined up like it seemed yeah. like <laughs> kind of more behind the scenes but it's like nope this is where we're going <laughs> I yeah, just remember, so we, yeah, we pulled up, we got a parking spot, and then we all even had to take a minute to just regroup and be like, all right, are we doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. before we went into, we're like, if anyone gets overwhelmed, they can always go sit in the car and wait. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. let us know. We we're in it together. <laughs> yeah. So we walk into the door, I guess, and you have to, like, sign in and, like, become like almost like a member like Mm -hmm. am I remembering this right yeah yeah yes they handed us those little slivers of paper with like a long website on it and we're like and they were like you need to bring this back if you ever plan on coming back we're like okay yeah (laughs) they were like we'll let you in this time but next time no (laughs) (laughs) they're like are you guys first timers and we're like looking around like like doe-eyed like yeah yeah (laughs) so then we finally like get in and we i guess weren't there early enough when they open because (laughs) we see like so to like kind of explain it it's like the outside rim or like the outside square is like where you can walk and where you can check out, but like the inside square is like where the action is. Six feet, (laughs) like six feet long bins with like random stuff in it. Yeah. And people are like throwing it all around, like digging. And we're like kind of scoping it out. Like, what's going on? Like this is weird. And then does someone want to talk about the back room? (laughs) Yeah. So it's split into two sections. The main area was like for the most part, clothing, although we did see a few uh, miscellaneous bins. <laughs> the like scariest dolls you've ever seen. A One full bin six of them. foot, yeah, six foot by six foot crate was just like 
full with like all these antiques. No, and then we came back later and like some of them were gone. Like people were Oh, it was like cleared out. Them. It was shocking. Yeah. There was a separate like back room off to the side that was like furniture and odds and ends, like bulkier items that weren't like in the bins themselves, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then there was like the like abyss. <laughs> Like, yeah the rest of the building like, i saw a peak back there and i might be exaggerating at this point but i just remember it seemed like like in <laughs> toy story 2 when there's like the airport terminal and like like <laughs> like woody goes like behind the scenes and it's like all the suitcases are like carting around like i swear it was like that level of like chaos of like forklifts like picking up a giant like box of clothes and like dumping it here and it was just like a lot going on (laughs) there was so much like it was it was shocking how much stuff was like behind that curtain that I like had to look away (laughs) like I kept thinking about like maybe like a little obscure of a reference but in Halloween Town 2 when they go into that room that's like or they yeah where they and they like lose it's something about like they're looking for an item that went missing. They're like, "Oh, this is where all the lost things turn up," and it's like just a. And real, it's just like a house that looks like an episode of Hoarders, where it's just like yeah, like that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely that vibe. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. All the furniture TVs, items. Yep. Furniture plates and like that's the first room we went into because like when you walk around the outside, that's like on your right hand sides yeah confusing but so we were like walked in there and we are I don't even know I don't have words honestly it was so like (laughs) what the heck are we doing here like is this it and we were like we can't be in this room so we like all three turned around and walked out to like the clothing area yeah. And yeah honestly the clothing area does seem much more um manageable if you go in that back room first so True. <laughs> oh, yeah. honestly, recommend going in the back room first because like get You'll the shock over everything. with <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so then it's like one person per bin so we all had to split up and scope out a bin that we were going to start shopping in and we're looking through these bins and you're just not really sure what you're going to find it's like a sock, a jean jacket, men's clothes, kids' Saint clothes. Thomas jeans. St. John's Saint Bay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what our dad wears. And yeah. then something really horrible happened to me. Um, I'm going through the bin. And, like, we found some good, like, Forever 21, like, H&M kind of stuff. And then I'm going through the bin and I pull out a thong. Ew. (laughs) And I I like had to do like a double take, like, is this really in my hand right now? Like and I like literally threw it like as far as I could in the bin and I ran over to these two and was like, Oh my gosh, like I touched a thong. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta be prepared for anything at the bins. To wear gloves, honestly. Like Yeah, that's a good tip. Very different levels of cleanliness from the normal <laughs> shopping experience. <laughs> um, so then we like are going through, like, kind of finding stuff. Like, we were all sharing one cart, right? Yeah. 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 So we're like kind of finding like a good amount of stuff, but nothing like stand out. And then they like blow the whistle. they'll like blow this whistle they make everyone go to the sides of the big warehouse so you're all like kind of like filed in lined up on the sides and all these workers come out they very organized like clockwork it's like choreographed like they all come and they they wheel the old bins out and then they sweep the whole floor anything that fell and then they it's like literally like charlie in the chocolate factory like oh they all, come Literally. Mar- they all come marching in with the new bins and lining them up and people are kind of scoping they're like Ooh, what's a good bin i remember maddie like spotted this pair of like stone wash acid wash jeans from like a 
across oh home. yeah and she's like i'm gonna try to go to that bin first um <laughs> so everyone's kind of scoping out but at, at the goodwill outlet center that we go that we went to here in phoenix like it's there's no funny business allowed we've probably been there for like two hours at this point too like time flies you're in a whole nother universe i don't know they finally like roll out all of the bins and all the workers go back to their like spots and there's like a warden i swear and he like (laughs) starts like yelling at everyone like line up like single file and like people start moving like they're running and we're like what the heck is going on yeah like nothing's really clearly marked of like where the line begins and end and we're like i hope we're in the right spot (laughs) and they're like one person each bin you get two minutes at the bin before you can switch to the next one so we're all like oh my gosh like okay you go to that bin like we were trying to like scope it out before because there we thought there were like really nice things on the tops of these bins but um so we like go through we're all at an individual bin and then they like seriously count down like three (laughs) and then people start like throwing stuff looking through these bins they're like elbow deep (laughs) oh it was insane honestly yeah and then they were like okay two minutes is up you it's a free-for-all again and you could go to you can switch (laughs) man i just feel for that lady that had to sit with those scary doll bin for two minutes and like uh act like she's looking through it it. she was interested (laughs) i hope so maybe they go for a lot on posh i don't know (laughs) maybe that's that's gonna be my new thing (laughs) yeah i don't want to store those sorry (laughs) Yeah, that's asking for trouble. <laughs> We've seen a scary movie or two. We know where that leads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was definitely an experience. But overall, we got a full card out of the deal. Um, yeah. yeah. I can't remember how many items we had, but I know, like, the full, full cart was only, like, $30 for all three of us. I think it was, like, 35 items. Yeah. Oh, and we were trying to because we were check out. Line to check out. Oh, the lines you, like, of it all. Roll your cart. <laughs> you roll your cart onto this like scale, <laughs> and we were like, "This is a lot of stuff. Like, might break the bank. Like, I don't know." And like, then- whose cart should we put it on? <laughs> who's who's gonna? Who's gonna-, <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna take this one? And it was like thirty dollars. Yeah, I was shocked. Like, what? Because we weren't even guessing. It just seemed like we got so much stuff that we were like, I know it's a good deal, but like we probably at least spent, I don't know, definitely over a hundred. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, remember when we were like waiting on the side when they were flipping, like taking, putting the new bins out and we started to realize that everyone else brought their own bag and yes. we didn't have a bag and we're like, what are we gonna do? Just carry it out. Do? We're like scoping out if there's any like tote bags in one of yeah. the bins. That we we could like, use. Oh no! And then like at the very end, she pulls out like a trash bag. We're like, thank yeah. goodness. goodness. <laughs> it yeah. honestly was very memorable. I will never forget that. And honestly, I do kind of recommend going because I mean, you can't yeah, beat the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I will say, caffeine. I've been back a couple times since then, and it's once you're kind of know what to expect, it's definitely not as daunting. I feel like with the first time, it was just so like another world. We like were like we stepped into a different dimension when we were in there. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, saw things we never saw before. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Then I like moved into a new apartment and our dad was like, I was needing furniture and like all that stuff. And he was like, well, why don't we just go to the bins and go in that back room? We're like, like, you you couldn't handle it. We're like, you're not ready. (laughs) You think you can, but yeah. So if you're like, if you're in a bad mood, don't do it. Like, don't. (laughs) Yeah. We all napped after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
We had like our, our plan for the day. We blocked off an hour nap for after. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like we need to decompress. But yeah, good it was time. super fun overall. Got some good stuff for super cheap. And yeah, it's definitely an experience. Yeah. I yeah. feel like at the bins, like there's something for everyone. Like there's just so much variety of like what could possibly be in those bins. I remember seeing this guy that was like in this full leather like outfit like very much had like an aesthetic going and like I saw him at the beginning and then like I saw him a couple hours later when we were there and he had a cart full of like very similar pieces to the outfit he was (laughs) wearing it was just like leather I'm happy for you like (laughs) score (laughs) like what we all aim for yeah Yeah. the crowd at the bins it's like random assortment of people there's like hardcore resellers there there's just like all different walks away for sure something for everyone at the bins (laughs) and disclaimer we did wash all the items when we got home yeah (laughs) yeah make sure they were in their best condition because something was rolling around with that thong i'm just saying something was rolling around (laughs) with that thong so we had to take it into our own hands (laughs) (laughs) so don't worry and definitely recommend it. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast again, Macy. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. It's so fun to relive the Vin's day. Can't wait till we go. We definitely back. need to plan another one. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> for you to come to Texas and. Oh, we are go going to, to the Dallas Fort Worth Vin's. We got to go. I'm, I'm a little scared to go alone, so I'm going to wait for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so fun getting to chat with Macy, remembering all of our good times at the bins. Our next section we want to go over is just our best tips for when you are sourcing at a Goodwill Clearance Center. There's a lot to keep in mind as far as it's like a whole different culture there, you know? So there's getting there on time, learning the schedule, and all sorts of stuff that we want to highlight today. That kind of goes into the first tip of knowing the schedule. Yes. Um, I think... Our tip would be to go right when they're changing it over. Yes. Right? When it's like a fresh new, like maybe like five, 10 minutes before the new session's about to start. Yeah. So then because that like batch of bins hasn't been picked over yet. Nobody's looked at these yet. So it can take a little bit of time for the, like the Oompa Loompa process (laughs) to happen of them carting them out, sweeping, carting them back, like. So you don't, you know, you want to maximize your time there. You don't want to just be standing around if possible. Um, Taylor, you were mentioning at your, your Goodwill bins that they have like a poster by the door of saying like when they switch them over. So um, yes. maybe just checking out, you know, those times at your store, you could always ask an employee to when you're checking out um, how their schedule works and stuff. Yeah. Um, just so you can kind of line it up and plan ahead a little bit. Yeah. There's a lot with the lining up process too, as far as like knowing the schedule. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that a, a second tip would be, um, like I said, at ours, you have to register. So like maybe mm-hmm. check the website for the Global Clearance Center in your area and see if there's a registration process you can get done ahead of time. Cause the quicker you can get past that security podium, um, then you can get in line and you get yeah. a better spot in the lineup if you're like more organized with that. The first time you go, like, just, just go in and just go. And, <laughs> yeah. You're probably not going to time it perfectly the first time. I don't know if that would be on the website of like, we change them over at 2 p.m. So like, you might just have to try it out the first time and then kind of like, get your bearings for the second time. But yeah, definitely. As far as like a game plan goes, like our tip, since the price is a lot lower than any other um sourcing we've we've been able to find at least right um so definitely like if you're on the fence about an item put it in your cart similar to what you would do at like goodwill or tj maxx or whatever um if you're like thinking about it just throw it in and kind of like keep moving and then when you're kind of (laughs) burnt out (laughs) or ready to check out um just like go through the items that are already in your cart you can kind of spot check comps really depends on what you're comfortable with like if you wanted to check comps on everything you could but the price is so much lower like you're really only spending about a dollar 
a lot of times less per item. So you don't have to like if you're familiar with the brand or the style and you think it could even sell for like ten dollars it's worth it so it's like yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah you don't have to Um, do as thorough of a spot of a check on the comps as like we would recommend doing really anywhere else. yeah we're at like a goodwill we'd recommend really checking comps on everything unless it's like you know that brand and style like the back of your hand but yeah, you definitely just want to like do another look through of the items in your cart before you check out. One thing that's kind of cool at the checkout is since it's pay by pound, when you go up to the register, you don't like unload your cart and like have them scan anything, obviously. Um, there's like a humongous like scale. Yes. <laughs> that you just like roll your cart onto the scale and then it must like subtract the cart. Like it must know how much the cart weighs. And then it figures out your total. Yeah. I don't know why that part of, of it is the, just so of the funny bins, to me. Like, I would say like 99% of what goes on at the bins is like a super clunky, weird process. Very confusing to figure out. But the yeah. checkout process is like smooth sailing. Like so easy, fast. Takes like, one second. Yeah. yeah. Never had a better experience than checking out. <laughs> <laughs> one other thing I would say as far as like the uh, checking comps or just putting anything you're kind of semi-interested in just throwing it in your cart. One thing I did last time I was there was anything I was like, like sure I was going to get without having to check comps at all. I would put like just in the big section of my cart. And then if there was like stuff I was finding where I'm like, I don't really know anything about this brand, but it seems like it's good quality. I kind of want to look into this more. Um, I would just like put that in that little front section of the cart that like kids can sit in. And that way it was like separated out that way. I didn't have to dig through it all again. Cause it can't be yeah. kind of a lot. Hopefully, you know, if you're finding a lot of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea. Another tip to know is that you are not there. They have some rules at the bins. You are not supposed to have your cell phone out. You can't be taking pictures in the bins area. So just something to be aware of so you don't get reprimanded by the bin security. <laughs> and there's like a little, at least at the Phoenix one again, there is like the main bins area of like that grid that I was talking about, like the 10 by four or whatever of these bins. But then there's also like little spots off to the side, like, like with benches and stuff like that. So I think in those areas, it's okay to have your phone out. Yeah. But you just don't want to be taking pictures. That is like something that's against the rules, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You can be, as far as I know, you can be on your phone. You just can't, there's no photography. Yeah. So yeah, it's all anonymous at the bins. Like, (laughs) <laughs> what's what happens at the bins stays no at the bins. spotted there you know so you can't oh. be <laughs> you're in the background <laughs> um the other tip is that since the cost of per item is so low you can take a lot more risks than really anywhere yeah. else you would be sourcing like if you're on the fence about something i would just recommend buying it because it's literally gonna break down i think all three of us filled up like a whole cart and it was like $30 for the whole cart of stuff. And we... It was 75 cents an item. We figured it out. Yeah, yeah. We did the math. We got home. It was 75 cents per item. So it's like, even if you get home and you're having a little bit of remorse about a few of the things you picked up, it's really not the end of the world. You could just redonate it back to a Goodwill if worse came yeah. to worse. I think the best use of your time while you're at the bins is just to try to find as many like quality things that you can find. Um, yeah. And just go with your instincts. If you're like, would I wear this? Am I familiar with this brand? I would take the risk on it. Yeah. I feel like some brands like we're kind of like maybe not picking up as much in a normal Goodwill or like a TJ Maxx of like just like Target brands just because they don't sell for like a super high price. But it's like if I see an on-trend Target brand at the bins that's like in perfect condition, like I'm definitely getting that. And like if I can sell it for 15 bucks, like that's $15 and I paid 75 cents for it. Like that's a no-brainer to me that like, that's a good exactly. idea. Yeah. Like if you were at regular Goodwill, you probably wouldn't be like, Ooh, exhilaration. Picking yeah. that up for sure. But at the bins, if you find exhilaration, you're like, throw it in the cart. Great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that brings us to our next tip. You need a <laughs> cart. You need a cart. <laughs> yeah. You definitely need a cart. Like these bins are like so unorganized. There's like random items in there. Like you need two free hands, which is nice. Like the whole cell phone thing, like you're not, you don't really need your phone out. So you have like two free hands to like be like digging through these bins. Also, sometimes the bins are like really full. So you kind of have to like have one arm, like holding back the other stuff while you look through like 
inside to keep it a little bit organized of like what you've already looked through and what you haven't. So you definitely like the whole reason I'm saying this is like you couldn't have like all the items you want to buy in one of your hands while you're trying to do this. It'd be way too unorganized. Like you need a cart for sure. You need a cart for like the space just to like to operate. Like you need the room to like have. Yeah. There is like Typically, it seems like there's like a shortage of carts. Yeah. So if you see a cart that has nothing in it, like definitely grab it. Definitely yeah. like, you know. Yeah. One of the times when I was there, like there was no carts available. And I asked one of the workers, I was like, oh, excuse me, sir. Could I get a cart? And he's like, oh, I'll add you to the wait list. And then oh my they took me over to like one of the cashiers. They're like, oh yeah, I put her on the cart wait list. And then they called my name. Sure enough, when there was a cart available. So just another tip and trick you might want to know. If you if there's no carts, just be just ask to see if there's a list going. There might be one. <laughs> get in line. <laughs> That's hilarious. Our next tip for the bins is kind of figuring out a schedule and frequency of how often you want to go to the bins um, for your sourcing strategy. Uh, I think for us, I think it's worth going to the bins. You can get a ton of stuff at a really low cost, but the whole Mm -hmm. process is a lot more like overwhelming in comparison to like going to TJ Maxx or going to like a regular Goodwill. So I, I don't think that I'll ever be someone that's like going to the bins every single day just because it's just more time consuming. It's like a lot more of a hunt. You have to sift through a lot more stuff that you're going to be passing on because it, just the fact that it's not categorized at all. You're digging through like baby clothes, men's clothes, like yeah. all in one. Just figure out like how often you're like mentally able to handle going to the bins. <laughs> yeah. I think for us, like going as a group the first time, like made it more like fun and less like overwhelming. Yes. Like it was like we had someone to experience it with. Like I, I feel like going in alone maybe would have been a little bit more scary just since there are like all the rules and regulations and stuff. But yeah, like once you go once, I feel like it's like you now you kind of know what to expect. You kind of know what's going on. So it's not as bad or as overwhelming, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And then I think you just also like with any sourcing, you have to mentally prepare. Like I might come out of this with 50 items. I might come out of this with no items. Um, and try not to just like force, you know, items when you yeah always, maybe shouldn't be buying still get them. stuff that you like really like. You know what I mean? And like because there is no like rhyme or reason of like organization, like it really is like kind of luck of the draw of what happens to be in those bins that day. So um, just kind of knowing that and don't feel too defeated if you walk out with like not a lot of items or like no big like showstopper brands or something like that. It's just. I think as far as mentally preparing too, like make sure you have enough time blocked off to go there. It's definitely not somewhere you want to go where you're like, oh, I have an hour. I'm going to quick go to the bins unless you've been there a few times and are really used to how your bins work. Um, Yeah. Definitely the first like 10 times I would block off at least a few hours so that way you're not feeling rushed. And also like making sure like you like ate lunch before you went that you're like, Mm -hmm. you know, not feeling tired. It's, it's very like, it's you're you're going to be in there searching for items like elbow deep in bins so just make sure you have the energy for it before you go so you don't waste your time yeah our next tip especially the first time you go just go with the flow kind of like we've been Mm -hmm. saying there are a lot of like rules and regulations that seem maybe even specific to each store and they seem different different... even like time to time when i've been there so it's like (laughs) one time you had a lanyard one time you had a slip of paper like (laughs) kind of just have to go in and just follow the rules don't make a scene just go with it if if the crowd is forming a line just get in the line like the workers are tell you if you're in the wrong spot just don't have an ego about it just yeah they're gonna tell you if you're in the wrong spot yeah just yeah exactly don't have an ego about it you know you you might get it more figured out for the next time but they might change the rules again so just kind of be ready to go with the flow yes um, our next tip. So let's say you're in one of the bins, you're, you're looking through one bin. Mm-hmm. So if you find a good item in one of the bins you're looking in, we really recommend doing a pretty thorough search of that one bin. In our experience, when, wherever we found like one good item, we would find 
a few more right in that same section. Like that's true. Even when you go to Goodwill, like normally once you find like one pair of Madewell jeans on the rack, you usually find like two or three more. I think like the stuff that one person donates to a, like a Goodwill often just all ends up in one spot together. So if you find like a free people dress or something in one of the Goodwill bins while you're there, just do a really thorough search of that bin because you might find a few other things that you might want. For sure. And on the flip side of that, if you're digging through a bin and it's all like baby clothes or men's clothes Mm -hmm. or just like weird, like if you, if you're not finding anything, like you're, you don't have to look at every single item in the bin. Like, um, like Taylor was saying, it's kind of, it's not really in categories. Like you could find anything in any bin, but like, it seems like they're dropping things in and kind of clumps. So it's like a big clump of men's clothes and then like big clump of baby clothes or whatever. So if you're not finding something, yeah, just move on. It's not the bin is not what you're looking for. Yeah, just move on for sure. There's plenty of more bins to look through, and there'll be 40 more new bins rolling out top of the next hour. So just <laughs> cut your losses. Like like we like we we kind of realize it's like there's no way possible that you're going to be able to look through every single item in every single bin and be as thorough as maybe yeah. you would be able to go down the rack at Goodwill and look at every single shirt. It's not yeah. like that at all. So. Um, if you're not feeling it, just move on to the next. It's really, it's really luck of the draw. <laughs> luck of the draw is like For the sure. theme of the bins. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Also, um, at the bins, the items typically have more flaws um, than we would see at like a normal Goodwill or a TJ Maxx. So sometimes these are the items, like Taylor was saying, that have already been at the Goodwill for a few weeks and nobody has bought them. So it's like, there might be a reason why nobody bought it. True. I think even like um, the, if they if the workers at the regular Goodwill have like found stuff that had flaws before it even hit the floor, they might even mm. just send it to the clearance center too. So it's like definitely yeah. higher ratio of things with flaws. Yeah. And it's like these, like the items are just in a bin and people are like ripping through them trying to like <laughs> see the items. So like it could get flawed pretty easily, like just on the sales floor too. So it makes sense that these items have more flaws than um, maybe other places that we're sourcing. So that's just something to keep in mind when you're doing that like final check before you check out. Um, A lot of times, like when you're at that point of like, oh, I'm ready to go, like you're kind of like tired anyway, but like it is important to like check your items over the best you can. Um, But with saying that, it's like you're only paying maybe 75 cents for these items. So you don't have to beat yourself up as much if you make a mistake. I know like we've made mistakes at other stores and it's like, oh, I paid $10 for this or something. And it's like you're hoping to like get your money back or whatever. But repaired. I don't know what to do. But when the investment is so low, it's only 75 cents. It's like. Yeah. And a lot of times you can still like disclose that in the Poshmark um, description and you could probably still sell it depending on the flaw. Still for a profit. (laughs) Still for a really good profit with the 75 cent price point. So um, just something to keep in mind with the flaws. Yeah. I think like, so normally we recommend anywhere else you're sourcing, whether it's buy, sell, trade or we are, we're always like, check your comps, check your comps at the bins, like replace checking your comps with just checking for flaws really thoroughly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Spend your time. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So those are our tips for the bins. Now we're going to move on to kind of our pros and cons section. Um, we'll start it with the pros. So the main pro of the bins is obviously the price. Um, Taylor was saying her Goodwill bin store is priced at one dollar and 59 cents per pound which is insane um so you're getting a really good price for these items which means you can you can flip them for a higher profit than you would with our other sourcing strategies um another pro for the bins i think i know a lot of resellers are super passionate about sustainability and you know the whole the whole business is taking like used clothing and selling it and finding it a new home and I think one criticism sometimes people give resellers is like, oh, isn't it like bad to like go to a thrift store and buy all the good stuff and then resell it for profit? Because then people that are in need can't get a hold of these things. But I think if you take a trip to the bins, um, (laughs) you really get like the full picture of how much they're back basically giving this these clothes away at like a dollar whatever per pound you know and there's there's just no 
end in sight. There's just semi trucks outside unloading just like clothes and clothes and furniture and, and all of this stuff. Like, I think it really paints a picture of like how much extra stuff there is in the world. So you can really, I think it's a big pro as far as um, doing your part with, with sustainability that we're like, you're really digging things out of bins and then finding them. Someone you're who's going to wear that. Yeah. <laughs> you're literally finding a needle in a haystack. Like yeah. it literally is like that. Yeah. And it's literally going to a dump after this. Like it's the last stop b- yeah. before that. So I think it's like, if you've never been to a Goodwill outlet center, I recommend going honestly, just even for that, just to like, see like the scale of just how much extra stuff there is in the world. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for the cons for the bins, Number one con that we see is that, as you've probably been able to gather from from some of our tips and uh, description of the bins, the stores are definitely on the more overwhelming side of things compared to other shopping experiences. It's yeah, I think some people get a thrill from it, but it it that can be a con if if you are someone that kind of gets stressed out um, when things are not organized. That could be very overwhelming for you. Yeah, and you can kind of do your best to like plan and come at the right times, but there, it just seems like there's so many rules that are constantly changing. So you kind of just have to go with the flow, which is not ideal, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, also like we were saying earlier, it's going to the bins is not really something, at least in our opinion right now that like, you just kind of like do on a whim, like, Oh, I have a little bit of time to kill and swing into the bins. Like, like Taylor was saying, like, you definitely want to make sure like you, if you're going in the afternoon, like you've eaten lunch, like you're well, like, hydrated and fed it's kind of just like a lot going on and it is time consuming with the whole like changing over of the bins and their schedule also like if you got there and like you couldn't find a cart right away like and that's all even before searching for the items like it's yeah (laughs) so it's definitely in our opinion something that you'd plan out plan part of your day around I would I would recommend only really doing it on your days off unless you like only work mornings, maybe. I wouldn't recommend doing this like before you had to go in for a shift or something. I think that would be Yeah. That would be a lot. Unless you're like really experienced with the bins. I think it can kind of just take a toll. So as far as mistakes go, I yes. think our our biggest mistake that we've realized so far at least is just catching the flaws. Um it's just a little bit different from our other experiences where you can kind of like glance at things and usually catch the flaws and at goodwill and put things back. But here it's just uh, on another level of flaws. So you have to know. really have an eagle eye. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm over-exaggerating. Like no, you were saying- I think part of it too is because when you're at the bins, you're you're literally rifling through all this stuff. So whenever you find like something semi-good, I think, part, I think I'm just speaking yeah. to myself here, but I'm like, I almost like don't want to find a flaw. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> not like checking as hard as I probably should just because, you know, maybe I've dug through two full bins and haven't found anything. And then I find like, like something I'm excited about. Like, I can't believe I found this brand. And then I just throw it in my cart. Cause I'm not, I'm almost like subconsciously not wanting to find a flaw. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's kind of really the only mistake. The only other thing I would say is, um, I feel like I always mess up the timing. I always get there and they're like, oh, <laughs> time for a 45 minute break. Step aside. And I'm like, dang it again. I'm going to go get a McDonald's and get a Diet Coke or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but besides that, I mean, it's just, just go for the experience. I, we still recommend going. I hope we didn't paint too negative of a picture. It's really a great way to get inventory for a low price. But yeah, it's different than anywhere else we've been. <laughs> yeah. So that being said, we have, we have, we both have several things in our closets that we listed that are from the Goodwill bins. So we just wanted to highlight some of the um, best flips we've been able to make with those items. And like we said, another big pro of the bins is the profit margins are like a lot better because you are paying (laughs) almost nothing per item. Um, So if you can sell them for a good price, it's really exciting. So Maddie, what's your best flip? Sure. So my best flip so far is um, these guest jeans that I found. They're like vintage, um, high-waisted, like light wash guest jeans that I got for 75 cents at the bins. And I sold them for $28. I feel like I could even have sold them for more, but I was just like excited to get 
that offer, I guess. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's another thing to say about the bins too. It's like, you don't have to be so picky when the offers come in because like, yeah, you're like, Oh yeah, making profit. I'm good. Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember when you found those two, cause I feel like we, us three had just gotten to the bins. We were had waited in the line and then you found it in like one of the first bins you looked at. I think those were like jeans were like the first yeah. item we found. That really got the confidence of yes. like, okay, okay. <laughs> There's stuff in here. <laughs> How about you? Um, yeah. So I found this free people dress. It was like cream and had some blue embroidery along the top. Um, paid 75 cents for it at the bins <laughs> and I sold it for $43 like the same week. So that was super exciting. That's crazy. Yeah. I guess what are some other like, brands and stuff that you found at the bins just yeah. to like give a better picture yeah I feel like I found a pair of Madewell jeans but the zipper I didn't that was one of the things that I found there was a flaw that I didn't realize um the zipper was broken mm. but I listed them like with the zipper being broken and they still sold for like 20 something dollars so still a good flip I feel like I'm finding I feel like at the bins, I'm always just looking for like really like any mall brands that I've ever shopped at at any point in my life. So I feel like I picked up <laughs> like some throwbacks like Charlotte Russe. I've picked up like yeah. Forever 21. I've picked up Target. Um, I found some Hollister too. Yeah. American Eagle Jeggings. If you can find those at the bins. You, oh, come on. They're going to sell Don't before you even to. get home. <laughs> um yeah so i think just like some of those bread and butter mall brands if you find them at the bins they're probably not going to sell for like 50 dollars per item or anything yeah. like that but if you can you can get 20 bucks for it. it's 20 dollars that you didn't have before i'm trying to think of more exciting brands but i feel like the other stuff that i've found at the bins is just like stuff i feel like there's a lot of like vintage inspired styles that are like popular right now and at yeah. the bins, you can kind of take those risks and be like, oh, I've seen like Urban Outfitters selling a top similar to this, but this looks like it's actually from the 90s. Like I'm going to try it out and kind of go that route. The other thing I have picked up at the bins is like, there's always a ton of like Levi's, especially even in those men's bins when mm. you're finding a bunch of men's clothes. But if you can find a, <laughs> like a, uh, not so much size, but like if it's like a high rise fit, if I think it'll look high rise. Style. Yeah. You can maybe even DIY it into some shorts when you got home and sell them that way. Um, oh yeah. I think I did that with one pair we found when us three went and I sold them for like 25 bucks probably. So yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to try out if you want to. I know uh, there's some people on Poshmark and that resell that are uh, kind of in the business of like, like upcycling yeah I'm like what's the term for that yeah I guess upcycling where they kind of like DIY items into like a different item and that would be a good thing to do with things from the bins because you can find a lot of stuff there that you could probably if you knew how to sew and do some crafty true. stuff that'd be a good place to go yeah were any of those purses from there oh I found like the coach, the coach wallet. wallet yeah like a little coach wristlet wallet thing um yeah and like since you're paying per weight I mean that thing had to weigh like 0.01% of a pound. So it must've been like pennies. Yeah. And I think I sold it for like $35. So that's actually probably a better flip. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I found a like airy American Eagle, like swimming suit bottom that was like tie dye. It was yeah. Really cute. That was probably like <laughs> five cents. If we would have like figured out the weight of everything, obviously we didn't care that much, but yeah. you know, what's kind of like the trendy target brand. Um, uh, oh, Wild Fable. I feel like they have a lot of that at the bins. Yes. Yes. We found a couple of sweaters and, oh, the stonewashed jeans we were talking about. Those were Wild Fable. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, some Wild Fable stuff does, I mean, not crazy, crazy on Poshmark, but more you than you think. More than you think. If you find that at the regular thrift store too, and you can get it for like half off or something. Yeah. Think about it. But yeah, definitely money to be made at the bins. Check it out. Keep us updated about your experience. Keep us updated on the rules of your region because yeah. it's the Wild West, y'all. All right. So that brings us to our final segment, which is our favorite segment. Yes. The our goals, goals update. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, Give us an update. What's going on? 
Yeah. So every month we set goals. We update you on our progress. Uh, this month for April, my goal is to make $3,000 since I'm full-time now trying to like raise the bar Crazy. for myself here. Um, yep. And then my other goal is to list 10 new items per day. So today we're recording. It's April 19th. Correct. Correct. Yes. And as of today, I'm at $1,579 for the month. Oh so gosh. I'm feeling pretty good about that. I'm a little behind projecting to make the 3000 right now, but I sometimes think our second half of the month is when we kick it yeah. up. Yeah. So I think there's still a chance. And either way, it's going to be probably my best month. Yet. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. 10 shares or sorry, 10 new listings per day. Um, <laughs> 10 shares. Yeah. Hope you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So for 10 new listings per day, I did okay this last week. I did not hit it every day. I think yeah. I probably listed like 40 to 50 new items this week, which is still a lot. But... That's still insane. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like 20, like only 40 to 50. Yeah. That's still really good. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't source as much this week, so I was still kind of catching up on some things. Yeah. Um, and I haven't been to the bins. I feel like that was what really kind of got me to my so goal. So much inventory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to have to go there this week. So I'll keep you guys For updated. Sure there's anything new to report back <laughs> but um either way still consistently new listing new items That's what about awesome. you um so to refresh my goals for april are 500 in sales and then also just to like <laughs> we already talked about this but um just like go thrifting in texas and like try to figure out you know which stores i like what i'm what I'm feeling, what I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. that whole thing. So I'm only at <laughs> 119 for the month. Reminder, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, my <laughs> closet was off for a good week there. So, I mean, it's not, it's not terrible. I did have three sales this week. Two of them were items that I relisted and then they sold. So that's yes. like, just so like, that's the best reassuring. feeling. <laughs> Yeah, that it's like, okay, because sometimes it's easy to get like down in the dumps, like, did I just make bad choices of like picking things out? Yeah. But a lot of times it's just like, no one can find your items if they haven't been listed recently. It always works. Like where you, if you spend the time relisting, where like a few random things that have been hanging around for a while will sell and you know it's because of the relisting. Yeah. So that was nice. They were actually, two of them were also items that I had gotten on eBay. So if you listen to the episode where I talked about the eBay stuff oh that I gosh. got, that was like, yeah. So like the, the, the 119 doesn't seem like a big number, but man, I'm just proud of each and one of those items that went out because I, I wasn't too confident about it, to be honest. So I think I could still get to 500, to be honest. Sure, honestly, like so, we still have a lot of days left of April. And like, I feel like it's always one of those things when, if you take a break from posh for like, I remember like when we, we moved into my house, like I abandoned my posh for like a month. And yeah. then when I got back on, it's like, I started like consistently sharing again, consistently kind of getting things relisted. And then I didn't see any sales come through. It, like, it's like a little delayed. Like, it's like, yeah, I feel like you'll see the work that you did this week, like next week. <laughs> yeah. Like the algorithm just isn't hitting for me yet. They're like, is she like, really going to be active you. again? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're like, we'll give you a minute and we'll see. But um, yeah, I think I can still hit 500. We'll, we'll see. Hoping to get some new items in my closet. I did like a refresh, like we were saying before we moved of just like getting rid of a couple items, getting rid of like personal items of mine that were in the closet for like a year and nobody wants them it's like okay nobody wants these so my closet isn't even that big right now so I'm I'm excited to get out and thrift again this weekend I'm going to try a couple of different spots I might even go to a buy sell trade I've never yes. really sourced at one of those before so I'm a little scared just because I I tend to get a little bit like what's the word like like a celebrity sighting when I see like a good brand <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's so why i'm guy self trade you get you gotta not be blindsided by the brands yeah but also i'm very cheap so i think it'll balance out where like okay yeah. 
I don't need all this. It's like a lot per item. Um, but I'm excited to try that out. Hopefully report back of my experience at a buy sell trade store. Um, yeah, you should definitely good. go. Yeah. You like liked the I feel like when we were really into our retail arbitrage phase, like you were loving yeah. that. So I feel like it's a similar vibe to that where you have to pay a little more, but you can find really good deals there too still. So true. True. And I want to get on the like list. Yeah. Like you were saying about this closet. So I gotta I have a twenty percent off coupon again, so I might have to go back oh there too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> of course. <sighs> But yeah, next week we want to re we like we said we want to talk about uh, our official review and recap of Girl Boss. So stay tuned for that. The show, the show. Otherwise, check us out on Instagram, Sisters Who Posh. If you want to see a boomerang of Maddie and Macy in front of the bins, that'll be going live <laughs> shortly. And. Yeah, if you have any questions about the bins or have any ideas um, for upcoming episodes, things you'd want our take on, feel free to DM us on Instagram or comment on our posts, whatever, um, Sisters Who Posh on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Or you can email us, sisterswhoposh at gmail.com. Yes, if you have any questions, please send them our way. Starting next week, we are going to be doing listener questions at the beginning of each episode. And we do have some emails in our inbox now that we'll be going over. And I think I'm going to post on our story, too. If anyone has any questions, you can also submit them there on Instagram. Perfect. Well, we will be back next week with another episode. Thank you guys so much for listening today. And we'll talk to you next time. Love you, Tay. Love you, too. Bye. But oh. yeah, I'm excited to finish out the month. Yes. All right, what were you going to say? It was stupid. Just ignore me. I was going to be like, oh, and you get extra points for your rewards on Plato's Closet if you don't use a bag. So bring your own bag. But <laughs> I guess we can keep this in. A little, a little tip just for those of you that stuck to the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs>